Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the X1 Bros. Thank you very much for being here. It's good to be here. It's good to be hanging out with you. It's the end of the week, the end of a long work week for many of us, the end of an era. As always, I'm joined by the bros. This is podcast number 362. First, it's Mr. McSpicy. Hello. George, the man is also here. Hello. They're both wearing green shirts, and I'm wearing purple, and I'm X1. Hmm. Welcome. Thank you very much for thank you thank you guys thank thanks you. for pointing out our thank you. for everybody that has joined us live over on YouTube make sure you hit that like button it really helps the show for those of you that are listening in your car drive safely pull over and hit that like button. <laughs> pull over and hit that like button <laughs> let's jump right into it one of the coolest stories that I've ever seen with the Xbox was the Xbox Easter egg that dropped on the original Xbox twenty years later that was unveiled are you ready for this. A developer unveiled it after 20 years. It was never found on the original Xbox. And what happens is if you go in to uh, the like redeem a code screen or is it or maybe it's when you enter a disc. Anyways, somewhere you where you can enter in a code, you enter in Timmy, T-I-M with all the Y's until the end exclamation point. And when you do that. Uh, it's an Easter egg, and it pulls up all of the credits, uh, the credits of the people who worked on the Xbox. On oh, the original one. On the original yeah. Xbox, and you can do this on the original Xbox. Now, this just got unveiled at the 20th anniversary, uh, and the developer that that said talked about it, it. It's never been found. Nobody's ever discovered it. I mean, why would you? How? how yeah, that's like I mean, so random. I don't to know do. how you accidentally type in. He Timmy. said, "No, I would. I would think like with one like that, Timmy." You know yeah. you're out there. You probably would have tried to put your name and yeah. redeem something. Yeah, yeah. Surprise, uh, Timmy. The Timmys of the world did not come through for us. Uh, the developer that unveiled it said, I decided to share as it's been 20 years, and I thought it would be cool if people knew this actually existed. He said, I also thought if I didn't do it now, it would never likely happen. It had been so long, I couldn't even remember, remember the trigger. I had to connect the Xbox up and try out several things to be sure incidentally uh Seamus black Seamus blackley uh the designer of the original xbox uh he said that he wasn't aware the timmy <laughs> easter egg uh before the website brought it to his attention according to the designer there's at least one last surprise xbox fans haven't found in the software of microsoft's nearly 20 year old console but he wouldn't reveal how to trigger it that is that's awesome. funny that well, that's funny that he's like, I didn't even, they're sitting I didn't even know like, that one was there. I know about this other one that no one's found yet, but I didn't know about that one. <laughs> they're sitting there like all the original, he put that in there? Yeah. What an a-hole. That is cool. I think that's one of the coolest Easter eggs. How? The fact that, that you don't talk about it. Nowadays. So he, he was obviously one of the engineering people on the yeah. original Xbox. Nowadays. Yeah. Like with the current consoles, how hard do you think it is for a single developer or engineer to put an Easter egg without like the quality assurance team finding it. You know what I mean? Like how Hey Jim, uh we saw what you did there. <laughs> or, yeah, they call you Yeah. Bring a box and get your things. Uh you're out of here. You're out of here. We yeah. don't do that. We uh, do not make cool things like that. <laughs> uh, so well what's what's so cool about this is it was a single developer and no one else knew. Yeah, that's that's you what's what so mean? cool. It's almost like the old what was the very first Easter Timmy! egg in in the old Nintendo game where it, what was it? Uh, pit? No, no, not pit. What, what was it? It was in the the very first Easter egg. Oh, the dungeon have, one. Yeah, where key? you have to explore off, and then it, it goes to the developer's name, yeah. and it just it it's a credit. It's right? an Atari one, and it was cool because Pitfall. No, is it on no, Pitfall? no, it wasn't Pitfall. I don't know why I think of that one. It's the only one that I really. But it was played. cool because no one knew except him. Yeah. 
That's no, cool. That is cool. That, well, that reminds me. Uh, you remember the arcade game, the arcade version of NBA Jam? Yes. So there was a team, like the team that built that game. I believe they lived in Chicago, but the head developer lived in Detroit. Oh, okay. I believe at the time, and he hated the the Bulls, like bad. <laughs> but his whole team was there, so he actually put in the code. That if the is it the Pistons if they were playing the Bulls, that if it's the last minute the Bulls can't make a shot. That is hilarious. He was obviously a Pistons. Fan. It might have been the last fan. thirty seconds. That is hilarious. But he did that without the other team knowing. That's hilarious. Yeah, and it's in the game. Yeah, like it's a it's a breaking thing for like if you're head to head, the Bulls will not make a shot. Yeah, I'm really not sure that you could do that now. There's yeah, probably like software that scans it and says alert, alert. What is this? Well, there's so many like. Well, the thing is, is like when they put in an Easter egg, it's like a team of people that know. Like for example, the. The what was it? The Master Chief riding a scorpion. Like I'm sure, like all upper management knew about that. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. It's there's, a yeah. there's it's a dis- Easter eggs. I feel like nowadays Easter eggs are desi- design decisions, not necessarily Easter eggs. You know? Well, it's sense? cool to have like a hint, right? I think it's cool. I don't know. I think it's cooler finding out about it this way. The hint that that if you're a developer and you play the other guys on the team and they can't win because they won't make a shot like every shot will miss i that bet you cool. and the dunks and i bet everything. you i bet you like someone that he didn't like working with was a bulls fan no they and all was- were they and he it bugged them like that's the thing <laughs> yeah. his whole team making the game but he was the boss i can't remember and the so name they're sorry play, everybody they're playing the and whole they're all team they're playing they, like an office tournament and they're like this he's good man the last How 30 seconds he keeps coming back the last 30 seconds you can look it up it's this is a very true thing uh, and so he made it cuz he hated that they were bulls fans <laughs> he hated it and so he actually put it in the game so if you ever had a you know a head to head tournament and you were the bulls and someone else was the pistons i'm sorry you lost. That's just how it is. So yeah, yeah. Adventure was the Atari game. Oh, that did that. Adventure, Adventure. Yeah. very cool. So no, I think this is a cool Easter egg, and you can I can imagine all the people looking for that second hidden one. Yeah, it's not gonna happen though. No one's like, are we? Do we actively have our OG Xbox? Well, but out now that out? he let it out, people will be searching looking, for yeah. stuff, and I wonder if there's software programs. Maybe it can... was a marketing thing to get <laughs> yeah. uh, to get sales for the original Xbox or something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was really cool, though. Yeah, that is cool. That's a super cool Easter egg. With that, we also have E3 hype. E3 is just around the corner. E3 is, what is it, June 7th? It's like the Saturday eh, to Monday. June. It's like June 7th. Uh, I'm, sure we could, I'm sure we could look it up. But with that, we did get some <laughs> news um, about E3, about Microsoft E3 coming uh, at us from Windows Central and, uh, and a couple other places about what we can expect not to see. So that's good. One of the things we're going to find Bring out about the hype. Well, we're going to find out about a Starfield. Um, but I believe it was Jeff Grubb who re- who released or said, "Hey, on Twitter, uh, my sources are telling me that it's not going to release this year. It will be l- released quarter one of twenty twenty one. Remember that's what I said. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Remember yes. that's what I said. Early twenty twenty two. Early twenty twenty. Looks like my sources are correct as Your well. Your sources are correct as well. <laughs> Whoever you've been talking to, <laughs> I have people. They know their stuff. I have so people. that's a little bit disappointing because it would have been cool to get that before Christmas time, especially to see it at E three. We'll probably see it at E three, 
but we'll get it quarter one, which yeah. is no big deal. Well, I mean, and quarter one and is January, February, March. So. It is valid to say that this is not anything confirmed or not confirmed, right? Not I mean, so I mean, we could denied. still get it. At yeah, the this end is just of the year. a rumor, just but it does seem likely. I mean, a lot, a lot of places are talking about it. The other one is that Elden Elden Ring. Uh, a lot of people were excited. We're going to see Elden Ring on the E3 stage. Well, it looks like Elden th- Elden Ring won't be on the Xbox stage for E3, which means it's unlikely that from, from Software's latest RPG will even be at E3. That's the rumor now that they might yeah. not even make an appearance. Apparently, they're they've just got their heads down, working hard to finish the game, and it is coming by the end of the year, or that's what they're trying to do. Or or no, Elden Ring is a quarter one 2022 release as well. That's what it is. Yeah, and so they're in crunch mode. Yeah, this crunch one's interesting time. because we did get a lot of good evidence that it would be there because that they're gearing up for like the release schedule because they're yeah they got the new marketing material. All that stuff, right? So yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, then we have Hellblade. Now Hellblade, Hellblade inspires me. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a good game, mm-hmm. and it's kind of fallen under the radar. I remember we saw it in was it in November? We saw the trailer, and like it's more intense. It's more awesome. It's more of the same. Cool Viking, crazy lady, who's kind of hot in a crazy way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lower. <laughs> and we haven't heard anything we haven't heard we haven't heard anything about it that was the trailers uh spicy i'll pull it up yeah it's just it's in like a weird oh that weird format like yeah the, the weird screen. format i was trying to find a better one. Oh, I'll um throw anyways we'll probably get a developer update on it but we're not going to see it officially on the quote-unquote xbox stage this e3 so a lot of people are disappointed at that because we haven't heard anything in a while. It would have been cool to see gameplay. What are the new features? Where does this go? But it's not here. So I, I have a theory that these, so there's these big games and we've, that's like kind of like disappointing news to hear these things, but I actually don't think it is. Uh, I think it's, we're going to see new IPs that we don't even know about. I think we're going to see well, I mean, ones you, that we already know about Halo. You also still have a, like Halo, Fable, you know, you still have a You've got Forza. Halo, Fable, Forza, Avowed. Is oh, it? Avowed would be a good yeah. one to see. To see some actual gameplay in that? Yeah. I mean, Do you think that would be this? Did, what, did the trailer give us a release date? That, it just gave us a skeleton underground hammering at something. <sighs> no, no, but did it, did, it give us a, did it give us a release year? Did it say 2021? Um, I don't know. I don't think it did. Because that would be a big one. I don't think it did. Fall. Look at Hellblade, though. Like, look at the... Inte- the game's so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited for it. Yeah. But uh, E3, Jordan, we talked a little bit about it last week. E3's coming up. We're gonna, we'll build up the hype each week until E3 is here. Jordan, disappointed by not seeing these games or act, or or like me. I th- I'm actually more excited because I think we're going to see... I think we're going to get unveiled... Remember Perfect Dark, too? We might get to see some Perfect Dark. That'd be awesome. Uh, but I think we're going to get to see something that we don't even know exists right now. Yeah. Um... I, I mean, again, these are all rumors, so we we may see these games. Yeah, we may not. So I actually, yeah, we may not. You know, you no, never but no, but I do, I do think actually, I think, I think we're gonna see something with Starfield. I don't think we're necessarily gonna get it this year. I think it'll be a January February release game. Yep. But I think we'll see something. Yeah. No, I of I, Starfield. No, no, I think we're gonna see something. But and I would venture it's to not say rele- the rumor, the rumor is that it's not releasing this year. So. I would venture to say I think we'll get a trailer. And I would maybe some small gameplay and then a release date of like maybe January, mid-February. January 1. I feel like it'll be a Valentine's release date. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Love in the universe. Yeah. 
Loving the stars. Yeah. No, I th- I think a January February release date, and I think we we see at least a trailer minimum, and at the most we get maybe a little bit of gameplay. Okay. Todd okay. Howard rides on stage with his on a Harley horse. on a horse with a no horse yeah. a unicorn because it's Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, gives Romancing a little the nebula. He gives a little presentation or something. But yeah. I, I think we at least see something about Starfield, Elden Ring, and Hellblade. I honestly have no idea. Mm. I hope we see Elden Ring because you know I've been yeah, playing that's... a lot of Dark Souls lately and I'm just mm. kind of in that mood yeah. to yeah. see a new type of game. Yeah. But I think we'll see I think we'll see updated Halo gameplay to hope of hopefully ease the minds of that last gameplay trailer we saw. Uh, Which I don't think was bad. No, I don't think it was bad either. It definitely had the Halo feel. It just graphically didn't look what you expect from a next generation marquee game. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll see some Halo, and I think I think Halo will probably be the big the focal point. Fall, ho, fo, holiday. The fall holiday. The holiday. The holiday. Fall yeah. day. I, was, I was trying to say fallen holiday. Oh, trademark that fall phrase. Day. That's a good one. Yeah, that is the holiday. I think I think Halo will be the big holiday game. Okay. This year. Okay. I think it'll be the one coming out and. I think it'll be their main focus. Spicy, which makes sense. Spicy. Anything that you're really looking forward to that really stands above it all. For E3, on the Xbox stage, well, for me it's the unknown. The yeah. unknown is what excites me. The great unknown. the great unknown of E3. That's yeah. honestly that's what excites me. The great unknown. Well, every year I just get excited about games. That's what I'm excited. I'm excited for the excitement, David. You yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just excited to be excited about gaming. Hey, you know how we've planned? So one thing that we've planned behind the scenes, guys, is we've we've wanted to do like this gaming retreat where we go get a cabin somewhere and we retreat for a week. E3 is over a weekend. You want to do that? Yeah, I mean, we should do it for did, E3. Didn't we technically do that when we went to E3? <laughs> you know, we did. <laughs> it was just instead we of a cabin, it was a modern hotel. Yeah, we had no, no, terrible but, internet. But this time it's not, yeah. per- it's not in person, so. But they did deliver. They did deliver. Oh, that's true. That's true. We got Tony Burger. Oh, baby. Not Tony Burger. Tony's. What is, to- Tommy. Tommy's. Tommy Burger. <laughs> ah, Tony's his brother. <laughs> yeah. Tony Roma. <laughs> Tony Roman was like, I'm tired of you. You know what, I'm tired Tommy? Of your, I'm tired of your chili burger. Tommy, I'm taking I'm, my name to Tony. I'm going to Tony's. And we're doing ribs. <laughs> we're doing ribs. <laughs> <laughs> so or, you can just suck it. <laughs> or it was vice versa. <laughs> Tommy was like, I am tired of your snobby ass high-end ribs and onion rings. People I'm, just want chili. I'm going to downtown <laughs> LA, and I'm opening up a burger stand, and we're just putting chili on it. See how you like that. Oh, man. And we'll never close. We'll never close, close ever. ever. It'll always be open. We'll always be 24-7 chili. So anything that you're super, you're super excited for, though, Spicy? Unusually? Uh, or well, maybe... it's of what we haven't talked about. I'm, I'm excited anything. to see the new IPs. Okay. And honestly, I'm going to get real excited for all the hype that's going to be about the Bethesda stuff, oh. all, the, all the purchasing yeah. that's happened. Has been crazy this year. Yeah. So I don't think we will. But how cool is it? Cool would it be if we saw a little Indiana Jones from Machine Games? Oh, okay, all right, all right. Which yeah. is a part of that Bethesda. Deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I I'm excited to see Microsoft's. You know what they're going to do to show why these were good purchases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right there. I think that they're yeah. going to definitely highlight that and show that. And it still takes, I still have to adjust my mind because I'm, whenever you say Bethesda, I always think, oh, the Bethesda stage. No, 
which is always a rock concert. Yeah. So are they, really is. Is, is Microsoft going to bring in a rock concert? I, I just want games. I just let the other people do all the. Dude, lucky remember stuff. that dude? That dude went well, hard. The, the thing is, on stage. I don't like concerts at at the uh, at the game conferences. Unless they're like after the um, show, unless, um, yeah, unless but the dude goes unless hard. Unless the dude is playing to a co- people that don't care, yeah, and he does not care that they don't care, yeah. and I, he is into it. I would say the best concert, other than uh, uh, the best concert, was that Bethesda concert because he was so into it and the crowd was yeah. not, it but re- he didn't care. It reminded me of the old Chuck Berry concert. Like this, go watch it; it's awesome when he's playing one of the first gigs that he's on, you know, on TV. And no one's ever seen. No one's ever seen, and the way. audience is just all proper, and they're all sitting there, like looking around. And like, what and is this? Chuck Berry is just shredding that guitar, going all around. Woo! <laughs> that's like what the. That's like what that Bethesda. Was uh, it was like. entertaining because of the reaction Let's of pull, him. Pull it yeah. up, the Bethesda yeah. concert. What year was that? Was that 2019? 2018, I think. 20, was that our I first think- one? I think yeah, so. I don't know. Yeah. I think it was. I'll see what I, I know. Let me gonna, see if I can find it. I think it if is. you're going to do a concert at your show, you got to do it like BlizzCon. BlizzCon does it on the last day oh, on okay. the closing night. You know what I mean? After every, because like. Or Mongolian rock throat singers. <laughs> hey, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's how you party. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I said, other than that one guy at the Bethesda concert, I'm usually not that bit fa- a fan of you know concerts at game press game. Other games. than that one, yeah. What's the the is it Ubisoft? Ubisoft. They when they always they, the worst because they're doing like the Just Dance, and I know there's a lot of people that like that game, but for some reason it just bothers me when like a giraffe, a guy dressed up as a giraffe, comes out and dances on stage. You know what you need to learn to have more fun. I know. I know. I do. <laughs> Oh, that's him. There he is. There yeah, he is. 2018. Yeah. Okay, well, but that's the E3. So we're, for those of you listening, we're just going to give you a little sample of what the sound. Now imagine. Uh, so the guy comes here, in. I'm going to pull this up. This one's only like 40 or 50 seconds, but he just starts rocking. So the guy comes in, the Bethesda people, they're just sitting there in their chairs. And he's got a cut off white shirt, white jeans, long hair, and look, he is just. That let's was the time of let's his turn, life. turn it up a little bit here. Let's, well, let's give people listening a sample. It's because here. he's so excited. No one in the crowd is excited, but he doesn't care that yeah. they don't like care. The, like the crowd. <laughs> look, yeah, you're at a con. It's just. <laughs> and look, he's at his piano playing right now. <laughs> Keyboards. This was an awesome show to watch, yeah. just to see. I don't know what we're. This is somebody's. Somebody's. Uh, yeah, but and we came to party. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it is for those of you. That just go search the 2018 Bethesda E3 experience. It makes me laugh. And that concert is hilarious. That is how. That's how uh, you got to be. If you want to rock, you've got to rock hard. You rock regardless of if anyone else is rocking around you. One great rock, rock show can change the world. That's yeah. true. That is. That is true, and that, that is guy true. lived that. Like, you live, you can't, you know, have a rock and roll lifestyle yeah. if you don't live a rock and roll <laughs> so lifestyle. So I changed my mind. I want to see a rock show where, where it's going to be awkward because there's not really an audience there at this time. But he's just going to town. That's what I want to see on the Xbox. No, I just want to see games, David. <laughs> Let the other people do the little trumpet solos yeah. in between every. Oh yeah, the PlayStation yeah. <laughs> honk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and that one was that the same year? That it wasn't was. the no, same year. I think was I think it was. No, that was the next year because I think this year, 2018 E3, PlayStation crushed it. It was the next year that they didn't do good. Well, because was was it? The, I can't remember. But there I was, think it was the one where they went from like pavilion to pavilion, right? Yeah, that was and, terrible. And everybody was yeah, so that was, confused. That was the last E3 we were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty they had the, bad one. The, 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 and then the, the guy. Drummer, no, no, no. It wasn't last. It wasn't the last E3. I don't know. Because it was when. Because remember they had the flute guy advertising Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, everybody, yeah. it was just kind of like, okay. Dude, this, flo- this flute guy can go to town. Yeah, the flute guy went to town, but but it was just, uh, it was, yeah. It was, it was, so outside of that, we uh, that's E3. E3 is just around the corner. Very, E3 very is exciting. great. Like, look at the stories we have yeah. of failures and greatness. <laughs> I hope it comes back in person, live somewhere, and I hope they move it from L.A. to Las Vegas. That would be nice. If it's in Las Vegas, I'm there every year. No questions asked. I love Las Vegas. Las Who Vegas, doesn't? Nevada. It's America's playground. It's America's playground. <laughs> in the middle of the desert with no, like, water supply. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, but let's talk about a couple games that we had. How, a chance. Does, how does Vegas exist? Like seriously? Yeah. Like what was it founded by? I don't know. Yeah. How do? How can it support? And and for that matter, how does L.A. exist? Well, there's like, well, California steals all its water from everyone else. Uh yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if you can steal it, then I guess yeah. That's well, cool. they pay other. People. I think they do electricity from everybody else too. Yeah, <laughs> they do everything. Because it's really in the middle of nowhere. Like yeah, it is Vegas, and Nevada. Is, but there's some big lakes around there. There's that's some, true. There's some big lakes. But Nevada is an interesting place because I've driven through it many times. And right when you hit the border of like Oregon or California, it's like lush and green. It's like rain. But it's like there's something about that border. But the border the stops all vegetation. <laughs> it's like the. Is it the Sierras that you go through though? I, I have. They're no, on the I, other side of the Sierra. All Sierra I know Mountains. is there's nothing in Nevada. There's a reason. Isn't that where they did like nuke testing? Brian F says, no, don't, so. "Don't ask Area 52. Or don't Area ask questions about Vegas. What happens there stays there. No, that's yes, true. Very good, true. Brian. This Very is good. true. Yeah. Uh, so we did have a chance to play some games this week. Mm-hmm. We had a chance to play Mass Effect, the Ooh, Mass Effect yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Now I want to start with Jordan, and then we'll go to Mark because Mark sure. is the. Like you're like the fine wine connoisseur. They're the Mass Effect connoisseur. You've tasted yeah. it before. You, uh, you're. Keep in mind, I haven't played this game in like ten years. Your palate has been acclimated. Yeah, uh, no. And I have started playing it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan, tell me, what did you think of Mass Effect? How was it? Uh, it's really fun. I'm playing Mass Effect One right now. Oh yeah. And it's very enjoyable. What it felt like is it feel if you ever played Knights of the Old Republic, especially the first one, because Bioware did the first Knights of the Old Republic, and I think. Obsidian did the second one. The first one, it it really f- feels. I, I mean, I know Mass Effect is a third person shooter and it's a little bit more actiony, so it's different. But like the core of the game feels really similar to the original Knights of the Old Republic. It it feels like it's almost the next evolution or next step of Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, which is obvious because I mean, the same company and they're they're obvious. You know, they're they've updated. The game, right? Yeah, and, and they have new technologies. But that was my first impression. the The feeling I got of playing it felt very Knights of the Old Republic with all the decisions. I mean, a lot of the interface stuff is is not the same, but it's similar, like the decision tree and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. Like I like it. I'm. It's nice to be back in a game that makes you excited to be in the universe that you're in and want to learn more about that universe through its. 
I mean, just learning about the alien species is fun. Yeah. The pro- Prometheans? Protheans? Well, I was just talking about all the other ones, like oh. the Krogans, the humans. The humans are like the trash of the universe. Like they're, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Like they Everybody treat, hates them. Yeah. And they're just like humans. Yeah, they're, they're like they're guys? the trash of the universe. Right they're like now. they're like in this in this game they're like the new kids on the block, and uh, they're getting they're not very liked because they're because we're badass because they're upstarts. We're cool. We're upstarts. Yeah, the humans cool. are cool, and nobody likes somebody who's new to the block. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dieter Pinklage says the Paragon and Renegade system is the light and dark side system as well. Yeah, basically you're good and evil, which I didn't know. People were asking me about it, and I was like, I've never played this game, guys. I'm just gonna create my class. But it I holds. Like, no, yeah, so. But it holds its own. It, be, it being old, does it does it show its age? Yes. Uh, mechanically. Yes. Uh, to where you don't like that about it, or, or no? Or is it charming, or is no, it no, like no, no? It definitely throw up in my mouth. A the game bit. is definitely yeah, <laughs> no. The game is definitely a product of its time, and I, I don't. It's hard to hold that against a game because I mean, what else were they supposed? I, to I know exactly. Well pull up some gameplay of this, like so oh, yeah, that's a good so idea. So. I think it, I've only played the first Mass Effect, so we're going off of the first one, which, by the way, I believe probably got the most love in the remastered version because it's the oldest. Okay. So they did make some changes. I heard they changed the the UI to make it look more like two and three because I guess the original Mass Effect UI was it was different, but they they changed it to make it look more like two and three, so it's more cohesive, I guess. But yeah, what is word? this that we're watching? So, one. This is one. This is one. Yeah, this oh, is the first. Looks, now, it graphically, looks, it looks good. Graphically, it looks really good. Yeah. Sometimes the eye animations are weird. Oh, yeah. People are <laughs> because, <bad. laughs> And I think, again, I think that's just how you, I mean, that's just, I think that's just the nature of a remaster on a game this old because it's just, you know, I, I think you're putting one layer over another, essentially, in, in very basic terms. But anyway. Mechanically, I think it. Uh, graphically, I think the game looks good. I you wouldn't necessarily guess that this game was from 2007. Is that when it came out? 2007, so around there. So I think they really did a good oh. job graphically, like with the remaster. It looks good. I like the high frame rate. I like the 4K. It's it's really nice. You have on the Series X, you have graphical options that can prior prioritize resolution or frame rate. Mechanically, it does feel odd. What feels not, odd about it? It's not like terrible. And again, I think this is just a product of its time. So it's a third-person cover shooter. Going into cover, I have learned, is kind of important because, you know, <laughs> you don't get shot. That's what it's there for. But the going into cover, it's not like Gears of War where you tap A to go into cover. You go up and it auto-covers. Okay. Sometimes. So Yeah, that's actually a good point. Sometimes. So it's not like, it's not perfect. The other thing is because of, and this is again because of modern games, mostly because of Gears of War, I, I find myself wanting to like jump roll, like dodge roll. Sure. And I can't do that either. Oh, you know, okay. it's a limitation. Now, from what I've looked at and from what people have said, in two and three, that stuff gets fixed. Like cover is, is a proper third person cover where you actually hit the A button to go into cover and yeah. come out. You know, it's, it's it's much better, which is which is great. And again, I don't necessarily hold that against this game because... This came out probably the exact same time as Gears of War, which Gears of War did have the the better cover system, but I mean, I think Gears of War innovated in that way. Sure. 
there really wasn't anything before those whereas, games. Whereas this game, I don't think, is necessarily focused on a cover system where Gears of War was. It's more focused on the RPG elements, the story choices and, and all that. And that's probably the best part of the game right here. Talking to different characters, bringing different characters into your party, wooing different characters, which I've already started doing. Oh, yeah. Which uh, the character we're looking at yeah, right she's, now. That's she's, giving, uh, she's giving me some looks. <laughs> you know? uh, learning more about, about those specific characters, doing their side quests, exploring the world, the RPG elements, the character dialogue, and the choices you can make, I think is the, the shining star of this game. Um, and now, are you glad? Because everybody tells me, just, just go to number two. Well, because two you, is so good. That's yeah, why I say it. Yeah. Are you glad you're starting with? No, I, I'm glad because I give. I feel it gives me a foundation of yeah. the game, and a lot of these characters carry. From what I understand, maybe not all of them, but I do know of at least one of them they that carry carries over. over to the next games. So I feel like it's nice that we can build that relationship in the first game, get to know so them, get to know you, Tom. Yeah. Well, and it, it, like it sets up dating. the story. I feel like if I'm, they don't die. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Oh. Well, see, that's the other thing. If a character dies, I have that emotional tie to them. You know, I I, th- I care more about their life or death by playing through the first one than I would if I just skipped to number three or, yeah. you know, you know, but I, I like it a lot. Like I said, it, mechanically, it's a little outdated. But again, I think that's just a product of its time. I don't necessarily hold it against it. It is a little weird at first. Can you but switch shoulders? No. No. Uh, see, that the, other, me. the other thing I don't like, and I don't know if this is fixed. I don't like how close you are. To, to the character when you're in the combat mode. Well, because right, because right here, that's bothering me that I can't like, because it becomes automatic at this point. Mm-hmm. You know that like, okay, I got, and he's not switching shoulders because he can't. And from what I've heard, it sounds like this game, like it sounds like they've refined, they refined the combat system in two and three. Okay. So, but at, now as a remaster, I I think well done. Spicy. How are you liking it? And and did you start on one or did you go straight to two? I'm going through one. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. going through. I'm trying to stick stay up with Jordan so we can play it together. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's absolutely. nice. I like when that. When you play a single player game at the same time, it's like you're yeah. playing co-op. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fun to talk to Jordan with all the characters that he's introduced to his party. And then I'm like, eh, I can't tell him this, but I can tell him this. You know, talking about the Krogans, which I think is one of the coolest races in the game. There's a, And the... the there's a lot of cool things, uh, just like Jordan said. It's a really good game to just dive into the universe and learn what's going on. And Jordan called it, you called it like a, a it's a third-person shooter. And I kind of want to consider this game a third-person story listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a lot of dialogue. There's a lot a of talking. way more dialogue than your standard third-person shooter it is a game that is about it's actually i find it very enjoyable other people i don't know if they will or not but i like learning and doing quests that there's a lot of quests that are just dialogue mm-hmm, you know okay. you mm-hmm. to to learn and then to discover and then to go do things for certain people that don't require any combat whatsoever um it's one of the reasons i like this game this didn't that re- that's really unique to this style of game, and Mass Effect was one of the first ones that did it very well. Uh, you find yourself not caring that you just spent the last two hours in the space station talking to everybody, everybody yeah. and and exploring and learning about, yet still feeling like you're progressing. Exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, and you can by talking to these people, you're you don't know if they're going to be in your party or not. And wow, that's awesome. Join my party. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's do this. And, and, um, I don't know. I really, I really like, I really like this game. I'm very biased towards this game. 
the series though, so yeah. Duro in Duro in chat says uh, that he recommends you play in number one. It's the building uh, of the foundation of the story and the universe are necessary, and it all happens in one. And see, and that's that's true. Like I I try not to tell Jordan a lot of the things that take place in the other games as well, because it's they're very. If you haven't played it, there are very good surprises that yeah. you didn't know. Actually, like I was talking about the Krogans. Well, There's a lot of backstory about that whole race and you learn that and it's really cool. Yeah, to, even the first like 15 minutes of the game, something happens and you're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, well, another thing. So Mark said you talked about it's it's a dialogue listener. <laughs> yeah, story li- third that, person story that, listener half that the time. That being said, and I mean, I usually don't really talk about this when it comes to games, but this game, the voice act, the voice actors, voice acting, top notch. Very good. Really well done. Like, and there's a lot of familiar voices in there. You'll, you'll recognize a few actors. Blippy. Blippy. Yeah. This is where you got to start. <laughs> there's actually, yeah, there's actor, voice actors from Rick and Morty. You'd recognize yeah, the, uh, the commander. I can see him in my head. The voice actor, the commander. What's his name? He's in a lot of movies. Uh, anyway, but no, the voice acting is really well done. That's cool. So. That's cool. You guys make me want to play this. And it, I mean, it kind of has to be because of the importance of the dialogue. This is one of those games. If you're so used to a uh, Call of Duty PvP, adrenaline field rush, and you need a break for a game, and and a game where you build your character, like the yeah. an RPG in the truest sense of the words, right? Like this is a sci-fi RPG, yeah. which I really enjoy. Uh, that you know universe, um, but it's a good palate cleansing game yeah. it's just nice to relax and did you just spot pause it yeah, was spoiler oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Good, uh, yeah. Oh, hey, good call uh, jordan is on top call. of it yeah. Whoa. <laughs> we're watching gameplay and jordan just saved us. he just spoiler. hit the space and bar. it's a big one even yeah. though it's in the first 20 minutes of the game <laughs> it's like whoa uh, so anyways yeah Nothing much more to add than what Jordan's talking well, I about. Even, I even asked Mark who I should bring in my party. Because you only get three parties. three pe- So two people in your party. Because it's you and then two people you bring yeah. with you. Which I think is hard. Because there's actually... So one character in my party. <laughs> because Jordan... It's it's a lot easier if you don't carry... If you don't carry or worry about uh, you know wooing people. Yeah. <laughs> but Jordan is specifically yeah. trying to make, take care of business. Because this her, her name is Ashley. Yeah, yeah. And Ashley Williams. She gave me a look. And I, I know that look, you know. So she is automatically yeah. forever slotted in one slot. I'm always bringing her with me, so she's always there. So that means I only have one more slot. And right now it's between Rex, who is a Krogan, and let me give you an example of him. We were on a mission, and we're fighting like this, basically like a mob boss, right? Like this mob guy. So we break into his bar. We we go at it. Uh, we go into the back, and it's just like the regular workers back there. Yeah. And Mike, and you, it brings up dialogue options, and you can say, you know, you can choose what to do. Me being like a hero type character, I said, I said, hey, you guys might want to find a new job, right? <laughs> and they they ran away. And the the Krogan, his name is Rex. Rex is a yeah, badass. Looked over at me and said, it would have just been easier to shoot him. <laughs> and, I, and I thought to myself, that's the kind of advice I need sometimes, you know, like you need that. Like, he's awesome. And then the other guy, Garrus, he reminds me of James Bond, not like, you know, because he woos a lot of people, but because he's like this. He's like a he's not a secret agent, but he's like an he's kind of like us. Maybe maybe Jack Ryan is a better. I don't yeah, know. But he's yeah, yeah. he's 
he he's basically like this this he's Navy C- SEAL yeah, guy. CIA Navy SEAL. He comes in, he one shots you know someone while they're holding a hostage right to the dome. Like he's just this cool character. Dieter, so I don't know who to bring. Dieter Pinklage in chat says that he was watching your stream when uh, Ashley Williams gave Jordan yeah. that look. Jordan knew at that moment <laughs> I what don't, the game plan was. Yeah, I don't know if that was one of those weird eye things that we were <laughs> no, seeing, it but real. it looked like a look, <laughs> and it was like it was like whoa. That's funny. Well, that's that's super exciting. Now, one thing uh, before we move on here that I well, we'll move on from Mass Effect, but I don't, I don't want to cover like details of the game because we've talked about it two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. But you did finish Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, excellent. excellent. The only thing uh, that I want to follow up on still your choice of game of the year. Yeah, as of right now, it's I think it's game of the year. I there's a lot of other games coming out later this year, so it might drop to two or three. Yeah, I don't think it's going to drop well, out. Of I the top started three. it this last week. And I can concur. It is very good. It just it if, pulls you in. If you have played seven, you'll get a lot out of the ending. If you have played all of them, you will get way more out of really? the last couple hours of this game. Oh. You learn a lot about the. I don't. You learn a lot about where about things about things. There you yeah, go. It, it's very well done. Really cool boss fights towards the end. One in particular that whoops. Sorry, I forgot. Whoa. I can't touch my mic. Sorry, guys. What was that? Yeah, that was oh, the gas? little squeaker. Yeah, a little squeaker. <laughs> a little gassy. Bless you, Jordan. Uh, yeah. No, it was my mic stand. <laughs> sure it was. I'm going to open uh, the door. No, Resident Evil, as of right now, is my game of the year. I think it's very well done. If you like Resident Evil games, I think you'll like this one. I do think this one is a little bit more, I think it's less scary than 7 and a little bit more action-y. I, I, it's not like full-on like hardcore action all the time but it is a little bit more action i just i i really think they did a good job i'm excited yeah. to see what dlcs they bring out i'm excited to see where they go next it's very well done that's exciting that's exciting i'm just trying to get to ranked on rogue company that's all i've been doing and very nice but you're not in ranked times. yet i'm too no he's in ranked he's placement match oh placement yeah, yeah you're two placement ranked. matches left how many do you guys did you guys play i think i have like three left or something like that oh, i okay. actually this week it was finishing resident evil and then i got stuck on mass effect That's stuck beautiful. well not stuck but you take that hooked. back <laughs> that was okay there we go hooked is the word he was looking for Jordan, before we get to questions, you said that Overwatch oh, yeah. changed the gaming space forever. Yeah, they're they're making waves. <laughs> they're making so waves in the world. Overwatch had a big uh, developer diary, developer stream, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it shows off some new gameplay of a town called, I believe it's York, which is uh, uh, it's basically New York. But one of the big changes they're making with Overwatch 2. So in Overwatch 2, PvP only, because you know how Overwatch 2 is going to have the the single-player stuff or the PvE modes and stuff, co-op, whatever you want to call it. Um, Overwatch 2 PvP is going to be changed to 5v5 instead of the now 6v6. Now, this change made a lot of waves. I feel like I've heard arguments on both sides, and after... Looking into a few things here and there, I think ultimately this actually is a good change. But it only time will tell, right? We'll, we'll know once we once we play more, once we once they obviously do more testing, and you know moving forward. But what the change is is so now we're gonna have one tank per team. We're gonna have two DPS and two support. So that'll be the new uh, paradigm, if if you will. 
Okay. But yeah, going to a 5v5 uh, as opposed to a 6v6. Now, they did talk about uh, the maps are now obviously changed and designed for a 5v5 experience and a one tank experience. Um, I don't know how the older maps are going to work. Uh, to be honest, I don't know how Overwatch and Overwatch quote-unquote 2 is going to work in general. I'm still rather confused, and I think 90% of the world is actually rather confused on on how this sequel slash not sequel slash update is going to work. <laughs> DLC? Yeah. So, so I don't know. Uh, uh, that's why I, everything, because I tried to look into like what old maps would be, because I assume old maps would carry over, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, anyway, what's really cool about this change, and I'll talk about why I like the 5v5, like why as of right now, I like the 5v5 change. Um, tanks, now that there's only one tank and that there's, you know, yeah, only one tank as opposed yeah, to, as yeah. opposed to two, they're making certain, they're making changes to tanks. For example, when it's not just like, Hey, this tank has more health you know, there's still good. There's going to be changes. For example, Winston you would think, oh, if he's not partnered with another tank, he would suck. Well, m- maybe that used to be the case, but now he actually, one of his changes is he has his gun that just shoots the electricity, but now he has a long shot as an alternate fire. Okay. So, which which makes him more usable or useful by himself. You know, that that's one of the changes they made. And they're making, they, they didn't go through a ton of changes. I think they talked a little bit about D.Va and her Matrix, how it's going to be more effective in protecting her team. Uh, something like that, but the, they're making changes to to line up with with a one tank meta, if you will. But uh, anyway, I I think it's it's interesting to say the least, and and I'm interested to see how it works out, and you know where where they go with it. So um, is it uh, is it just rank that makes it permanent or limited to the one two two slotting? Or um, it sounded like they said quick play and competitive. So that would be both game yeah, modes. Yeah, that's okay. So. Interesting. Um, well, that makes it so like the Winston change makes it so he he's not so dependent on diving because he's that guy is basically only, you know, great for taking out squishies and creating space by diving mm-hmm. yeah. on their line. So yeah. this gives him an opportunity to hold space a little bit more as well, mm-hmm. I think. So, yeah. Interesting. What, and I was watching. It's yeah, it is going to be interesting. I. After watching, I've, I watched a bunch of different YouTubers and I, I read through some of the forums of people being, you know, the, that like the change, that dislike the change. Um, some of the arguments I read for not liking the change was hero diversity. They say now that you're minusing one tank, people aren't going to play heroes as much. I tend to disagree with that argument in particular because I think whatever the meta, I think, I think hero diversity comes from whatever the meta is. I, I don't think that's. For example, let's let's take Winston for example. I'm not saying he does, but if Winston's the worst tank, it doesn't matter if there's one or two, he's not going to be picked because he's the worst tank. Yeah. You know. Um well, and the, what they the mistake Overwatch made in the past is they made healers and tanks be able they made tanks be able to do DPS and then they made healers be able to make sure that those tanks don't die. Mm-hmm. So high health pools with high healing with high DPS means you never even if you create if you chose a DPS character that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they that was the three three. That's when they had the three healers, three tanks set up, and that's what caused that's the what whole. Caused the that's what made them do the two 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 because they had three years of like professional gameplay where 
no heroes changed. Exactly. And uh, so forcing the slots might create more opportunity for diversity. I well, I think the opposite. So, and this is just one form that I read. I mean, I'm I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's. right or wrong we don't know until we actually this is just demos of developers playing that we've seen until we actually get our hands on it and and the masses start trying especially the pros as they start trying out different metas and stuff and you know i it, it we'll see right i i don't think it'll cause less diversity if anything i actually think it'll cause more diversity because with only one tank and changes they are making to some of these tanks they can synergize differently with with some of the dps and the support right so the problem that arised when they did the two two two, they forced the two tanks, two DPS, two healers, mm-hmm. made it so it was a ten minute wait time if you wanted to play DPS. They characters. are saying dropping down to one tank. I don't know how. I didn't read too much into this part. They they are saying this change will make for quicker queue times. And the reason it is that's what I was going to get yeah. to is because now there's going to be more games going. So you're th- yeah you're jumping you're in more jumping and more, through right? the games faster. But, I mean, it's one character. I, I think this is basically basically what they're doing is they're adding a carpool lane. <laughs> so it does help, but it doesn't fix traffic. Another thing that may help with this is it does, and, and people who play tanks religiously or, or all the time or tanking is your, your thing may or may not like this, and this I'll leave up to each individual, but it does sound like they're making tanks a little bit more aggressive. So it's more of an like like that Winston change. He can now be more aggressive because he well, has he's a more versatile. Shot. Exactly for sure. right, and it does seem like they're making they're moving tanks to be more of an aggressive role. And and again, I may be it. It seems that way to me, and that may get some because let's be honest, the majority of players play DPS. That's why DPS has the longest queue time because it's everyone well, playing DPS. That's actually you know? what causes the problem. It makes it so I'm less able to play what I want because uh-huh. I don't want to wait 15 minutes in between matches. Mm-hmm. I got better things to do with my time. But with so I'm forced to play, yeah, a healer or a tank or, or what you know, and I'm not playing the characters that I want to play. Yeah, so now, it's less diversity because I'm forced into a slot just because. I don't have 15 minutes to just sit there and twiddle and my thumbs. Now, we'll see when it comes out if it does actually lower queue times. Theoretically, it would. So, we'll see. Now, also with them making the tanks a little bit more aggressive, that may take some DPS players to want to play more tanks. If they're more... Because DPS is... I mean, it's not generally aggressive, but usually when you're doing damage, you're a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all DPS characters are aggressive, because they're not necessarily. But, I mean, this might cause that i i think it's like i said from what i've seen on both arguments so far i think it's a good change i think it's it's i think the reason they made this change is because of the 222 i mean i think they they made the 222 because of there there was only certain because characters because of the being, game yeah, design yeah there's only certain characters being made i think they made this change because of the 222 it, so it's just it's just a band-aid after a band-aid <laughs> yeah, after a band-aid. So we'll see if this fixes it. I mean, like I said, these new they, they did talk about these maps being designed around 5v5. For example, there's a lot more spots to take cover because there's less tanks, so you have more spots to take cover on the map. Okay. Also, uh, there was one, I, I I think it was one of the YouTube channels I was watching. He was talking about in the old in the in the current way, 6v6, at, at a certain point, shields were just unreal. 
they were just, oh yeah they were just they insane were, and they were you know they're crazy they're, they're clo- you know they, they, they may still be well that was, that's the three tanks you now, just get barriers yeah now what's interesting about this one tank is it almost it, it almost it brings it's going to bring out different strategies because if you took a team with an Arissa and a um who's the bad guy Who's the bad guy? Uh, we call him Jeff Kaplan. He was like Jeff Kaplan's character. Oh, uh, uh, s- uh, the, I know. Sigma. Sigma. Sigma, yeah. Arisa. The bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's like a bad guy. He looks like a bad guy. You I know. know. He's like, uh, he, the evil scientist. Yeah. So if you take an Arisa and a Sigma, and this is what the, I, I forget what YouTube channel, I think it was like your Overwatch. I was watching his kind of thoughts on it. You, yeah. You know, because obviously channel. I'm not, Good channel I'm not, I mean, game. I play Overwatch. I enjoy Overwatch, but I'm not going to say I'm, you know, a god at it. Sure. Close, but not, you know. Anyway, he was talking about Arissa would throw down her shield and then it would, it would, they'd get rid of, the DPS would get rid of it and then immediately Sigma would throw his and it would just be this alternating shield mm-hmm. over and over again. With the one tank set up, you can't do that. So now you have to rely on different strategies defensively and it also allows the offensive to be able to push. You, do their you know, job. Yeah. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting, is all I'm saying. I don't necessarily think it's a bad change as of now. The game's not even out. We're probably not going to get Overwatch 2 this year. You know, so so who who knows? But this is this is just the big announcement that that a lot of people are talking about uh right now. Another another thing they talked about and again this just may be perspective of of the type of player that you are is they said with 5 players it's a lot easier to see what's going on screen and it's not as chaotic. So therefore, yeah. it'll be a lot easier to follow. Also, yeah, if you're watching the pro league, exactly. They yeah. actually mentioned that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that's that's I think that's probably a smaller part of the change. But I mean, if I don't know if that's something you like or dislike. Again, I think that's up to the player themselves. But it, it, it's all it would be a benefit, I guess, if you look at it that way. So but. let me ask you this. Is Overwatch even on your radar anymore? I mean, I know we're talking about this because you, you think that they're making waves. But in all reality, I don't hear or see Overwatch anywhere ever. Well, that's oh, probably because yeah. that's the crowd that you're not the crowd, but your interests are diverted elsewhere. No, it's true. But I mean, at, so for instance, I was just looking at the stats at its peak just two years ago, 50 million monthly active users. Uh-huh. Uh, that as of last November is down to 10 million monthly, active, which is still huge. Yeah, but it's not. I, I, I just, I don't know. It, it's interesting to me, like, wh- it doesn't feel like Overwatch 2, there's any excitement for it. And well, maybe and maybe that's just because I'm think, not. I think 80% of the reason there's no there's not that much excitement over Overwatch 2 is because I don't think anybody knows what Overwatch 2 is. And that's because, told what it that's is. because <laughs> it's a sequel, it but it's not us. a sequel. Well, and it's going to be free. It's just, it's weird. No one knows the, what it is. Here's the thing. Let's take, and the fact that it's so far out. Well, let, let's take a game like Rogue Company. Does Rogue Company, would you rather play Rogue Company or Overwatch? I think they're two different games. Correct. They're similar okay. in the respect that they're objective shooters, well, that's, but they're completely different. But that's fine. But which one would you rather play? Um, it, I, it depends. Right now, I would play, you rather have a hamburger or pizza? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a hard question. Right now, I would play Rogue Company because it has a new update. No, but, but the, three months ago, when they when Overwatch came out with its new update, I was playing that. For but the while. thing that I'm trying to get at is, I feel like when Overwatch had its height, they there was no other game doing what it was doing. Yeah. Um, and that the competition 
a lot of competition has taken aspects of what it does, even if it's not the same thing, like a mm-hmm. rogue company. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe has peeled off some of that audience elsewhere. Interests lie elsewhere. There's new, flashier, sexier things on the Prob- right pro- I mean, I I think you're right. There probably players have probably gone to other games like Rogue Company. But if you take 10 million players that are still playing this game and compare it to games like Rogue Company, it's still dominant over That's true. those. No, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? It's still, it still has a... Pl- like, I still have it installed on my well, box. yeah, because Rogue Company's not at 10 million, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's not to knock on Rogue Company. I think Rogue Company is an excellent game, and I, I hope it continues to grow. Go check it out. I just, I, just, I just don't see... I just... I'm just... I don't know. I don't know if Overwatch 2 brings back the sex appeal. Yeah, well, and... Just keep in mind that you never really were into Overwatch anyways. No, like, that's true. I know. I, I never really was. On my feed, I see, like, I have made a lot of Overwatch friends playing over the years. Sure. And they're still playing them. Oh, they're okay. still playing okay. this game. I, I'm like Jordan. I I, it's, I call it the Blizzard itch. You sure, just yeah. go cycle through, and this game will always come back, and it gets in my... For a good, but, but what I'm asking for you, for you guys, then, does, over, does Overwatch 2 do anything for you? Well, like... The thing is, is it's so far out. Like yeah, I get, like we're not going to get it this year. Okay, and who knows when we're going to get it next year? I like, for example, this change is big news because it's 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 different. It's, like, yeah. I mean, Very... it's, it changes the game completely. Uh, by by minusing off that one tank. It, I think it's an interesting change, and I'm excited to see what happens more. But I'm not going to see this change for like another year and a half, and keep, at the minimum. Keep in mind, so that was 10 million because that's on Overwatch. 10 million they have not reported on since then, since November 2020. And it's 10 million of a game that came out in 2014. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but as far as quarter one of 2021, Blizzard's total monthly active users over all their games is 27 million. And so Overwatch, that's a lot of that number probably shrank. For Does Overwatch. that include Hearthstone? Yeah, that includes everything. Yeah, yeah, they're total. Yeah, because interesting enough, I think Hearthstone is the best mobile game that's ever been made. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I really do. Like, it's a good mobile game now. <laughs> Before it wasn't, but now that it doesn't crash all the time, it's, <laughs> it's I think it's great. I think it's it's free to play. It's, I think I think Hearthstone is. I think World of Warcraft and Overwatch are probably Blizzard's two biggest. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I don't put over Hearthstone in there, although I do think it's a fun and popular game, I do think it's more of a set crowd because sure. of it's a card game. You know what I mean? I also think the amount of time that they put into that game versus how much money they time make, on investment. Time. Ta- ta- yeah. The time that they put into that game and the amount of money that game makes. Genius. Well, actually, chat <laughs> chat makes a good comment too. You take a game like Destiny, which is probably in a similar spot to Overwatch, still a good game, still has a big player base, but because it's, I mean, every game has a natural life cycle, right? That's why yeah. they come out with updates to get people to come back, you know, and get them excited so, to just. I think yeah, I think chat brings up a good point with Destiny. I mean, I think it's the same. It's it's similar to Destiny. Kind of you thing, know? Yeah. When Destiny comes out with their new season, there's kind of that high well, for just, a couple. Well, weeks just because I remember goes, when Overwatch Two was announced, and then it's like. Well, even Jeff when Kaplan it, leaves, even when I it don't was see an, anything even about Overwatch when, 2. Even when Overwatch 2 was announced, I still didn't know what it was. And I think that's half I think they should have just made a decision, let's make a sequel. Not a yeah, sequel yeah, yeah. that kind of looks well, like it's just going to add single player DLC but n- is going to also be free for Overwatch 1 players, but you'll still have to buy Overwatch 2. And there's going to be a new game mode that I think is only in Overwatch 2, but Overwatch 1 can still play. It's a very confusing system. 
I mean, do you know what I just said? No, I have no idea. That's Overwatch 2. I think Overwatch suffers from, um, I think it's a harder learning curve to watch. Well, and that's other games. That that's what be, they're addressing is yeah. they're trying to make it more simple to understand all the complexities that goes yeah. into the fights. Yeah. Like I get the appeal. The appeal a, is taking like, a character out of it, like the intense teamwork and then it's playing specific characters, very specific way to affect your team and help your team and contribute to your team more way more than any other game really relies on that kind of teamwork. And actually, it, it's funny you say that with the 5v5 switch. I think it was the YouTube channel. You're Overwatch. He has a good video describing his thoughts he said with this change it may be easier in lower rated games to basically if you're a good player you can win the match for your team type of thing oh that, you, and that you know makes I mean? sense which so if you're a good which player you know help the damn stupid elo hell, elo hell <laughs> you know ranking which system let's be honest, they have 90 percent of players are probably in no i think 95 percent are within 800 points of each other <laughs> of the entire uh, player base so you'll, you'll have to go I, i'm not quoting him you'll have to go watch the video and see what he said but i i feel like he made the point like a good solo player may be able to turn the tide of the battle okay. as opposed to before where he was, you know, it's so anyway, it's just, it's an interesting change. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I tend to lean towards, I like the change, but we'll have to just wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take, let's take some questions. Let's, let's get out of here with some questions, everybody. I to submit a question. You can do so each and every single week over at YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X one bros, Nick Papa Giorgio. Sorry, I can't ever say your last name. I apologize. Nick <laughs> writes in. Right, I'm going to say it right here. Nick Papa Giorgio. And that sounds good. I think they, I think you got it. Oh, I might have got it. I might not have, though. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> says, what's, Papa Giorgio. what's good, bros? Happy Friday. I'm trying my hand at Destiny 2 as Warlock, and I pretty much suck at it. I've been playing through the game mostly by myself and wonder, is there an easy way to find other players to play the game with? Maybe I just missed it somewhere, but it would be cool to have others show me the ropes. Thanks for all you do. Answer? Yes, we have a really good Destiny community. Discord. In Discord, over on X1 Bros. In fact, it might be one of our most active channels. Uh, a lot of really passionate players who are really cool and will walk you through the game and walk you through raids and help you out. So come join Discord. Join the Discord uh, channel and join Destiny, the Destiny channel in our Discord. Rather. 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 Great question. No, Nick, appreciate it. Uh, our other question comes from It's Mint, and he wants to know, we all know how amazing Game Pass is, he says, but are there any changes you would make to Game Pass? He says, for me, I would add the ability to add a game that's scheduled to leave to your personal library, and then it gives you an additional week or month after it's left Game Pass for you to finish it, as long as you've added it to this special place in your library. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Or maybe a voting system where the user decides which game goes. What would you add or change or maybe just add a feature to Game Pass? That's a really good that question. That is a really good question. Maybe I would do like a um, a playlist feature. Oh, okay. yeah. Which when I finish a game and I check it off, it automatic. I don't have to do it. I can make this be automatic. Yeah. So you can turn disable this if you don't want this feature, but have it automatically uninstall the game and then have it automatically install my upcoming game once I'm about like 80 or 90%. Yeah, that's cool. Done with the I game like cuz it can tell by the, you know, how far you are along like percentage that. and just have it rotate through. Also, if on that I'll I'll add to this as a part of that playlist, if any of those games on your playlist are scheduled to leave 
within a month. That's a great. Point. It'll it alerts you. It it will let you know. It like bumps that you. up automatically. It bumps it up automatically. In your playlist and tells you. <laughs> well, maybe it gives you a notification. This game is about to leave. Do you want to play it? Yeah, that's good. That's that's a great one. Yeah, Jordan, beat our ideas now. No, I think Go. that's a good Come idea. You want to add it no, to no, that playlist? I think, I think Let's that's make a good idea. Playlist. No, I think that's a good idea. Okay. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what would you add to Game Pass. It's just more perks. Yeah, more Game Pass. More perks. perks. Yeah, Give me more free more, shit. Give me more free stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, great question, It's Mint. Thank you very much for writing in. And our last question is a three-part question by our one and only Pedro Ramos, a.k.a. Omonstro. All right. Omonstro says, I feel like I lost my identity with the YouTube change, but hey, anything for the bros, because he was Omonstro over on Mixer. Over on YouTube, he's had to become uh, Pedro Ramos. To change, his he's to change his identity. You can actually... Yeah, just so, just so you know, I mean, this is not that important, but you can easily add another identity yeah i think to youtube but it complicates things it a little bit with the yeah. subscription especially if you like well i know people like when they work you know what youtube you know, needs like, to do you know, speaking of features because i have like 15 accounts yeah and i would like to merge all of them to one of my accounts but i don't want to go through the hassle of like resubscribing and if i want to be able to merge my my library my playlist my likes all yeah. over to another account the playlist is big because i have catered for what 14 years my music playlist yeah i'm not on spotify i'm not anywhere all my playlists that i love my music with is all on youtube and it's all on my personal account and people yeah. ask me all the time in this community can you just share your playlist? And I don't want to reveal what my real account is, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I, I, cause I have, you know, I'm, I'm a very private person. That would be awesome. YouTube to just let me just do a lateral over and, uh, do the playlist. Jordan's playing with his microphone again. <laughs> don't Jordan. No, I agree with you. So <laughs> and the other thing is the way YouTube al algorithm works, people complain about it. It's good. It's bad. It's for me, it really does know what I want and gives me what I want because it's years and years of years of me watching videos and yeah, mine doesn't tailored and I don't want to start another well, new one. I've actually speaking of that. So I have to I have we watch a lot of videos during the show yeah. that are not necessarily reflect the you know opinions associated with Mr. McSpicy. Yeah. And I'm on my account when we watch videos of the show. <laughs> My feed sucks <laughs> because of that. And I can't, I've looked it up. The only way to fix that is to clear all data. And I don't, I, I don't want to do that. I, you, I don't want to do that. By all data, can you clear your browsing history? You can That's what it is. Yeah, like you all, don't want to clear your browsing history? Because you still have your playlist there and your liked, your liked list is still there. No, because, Clear your browser history, but save passwords. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because I'll be sitting doing something. I'll be like, what was that one video I saw like a year ago? Oh, yeah, it was that one. And I can actually search through my history mm. and find videos. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's once, a big I do, one. That once I make that commitment, yep. it's gone. I can't. I can't. That's true. Uh, back to Omastro, a.k.a. Pedro Ramos. Uh, he says, long time since I've said hi, and I have a couple questions for you. So here it is. Number one, have you checked out Hired Gun? Is this some kind of doom with a dog as a best oh, friend? Oh, let me pull that up. We so watched that. Answer yeah. number one, Hired Gun looks to me like doom mixed with a Wolfenstein, a Rage 2, Along with a dog. Like, you get a war dog as your companion. I think it looks freaking cool. For those of you who have not seen and you're listening, you've not seen the Hired Gun trailer, go look it up. Just YouTube, Hired Gun. 
it looks really good. It looks smooth. It looks fast. It looks zany and crazy. And then, what if John Wick was the Slayer? That's kind of the that's vibe. That's kind of that's a really good way to put it. With a with a dog that you can that doesn't mount up and yeah. go to war with. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like kind of an RPG system in there with yeah. There's like the some upgrades and, yeah. and and customization on your dog. What do you guys, what, Jordan? What do you think of this game? I think it looks cool. Uh, coming from Doom Eternal, which I think was a fantastic game. Oh, you just beat that like three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, not not too long ago. It, it's this looks like I mean it looks smooth too and that's I mean that's the important part about these types of game if the gunplay is not smooth I think the game will not be good but according to this trailer the gunplay looks smooth hopefully it feels smooth and 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 works smooth when it comes out but uh, it looks cool I'm gonna get it yeah I think June 1st is this game question two or uh, number two second part of his question we'll go with McSpicy with this one McStyley McStyley is the is the ascent going to replace that hole that Cyberpunk left in our hearts? Let me pull that up. Still right enjoyed now. it for some parts, he says. Uh, but ascent, the ascent, does have a very Cyberpunk feel. Is it going to fill fill that hole for you, Spicy? I I mean I hope so, <laughs> but it's they're they're very different looking game. Well, not looking. I mean it is yeah, like in the cyberpunk, cyberpunk. That's the that's the vibe you're going art style. That's the skin over the top of the game. This looks like a Diablo twin twin stick shooter. That's kind of what and I love that. Yeah. That's definitely going to fill a hole <laughs> in my gaming. Uh, in my, it's filling in my, something. It's it's going to be there. So no, I uh I mean you have to bring up Cyberpunk. When we still don't have a date for the yeah, next go. gen release, we're waiting, I'm waiting for next gen. Yeah, I want. It's also going to be a Witcher three update for the next gen as well. <laughs> oh, nice! For the, hey, actually, we all played. We all played Cyberpunk enough for this point. Cyberpunk did its quote unquote tutorials. I remember last week we talked about tutorial zones and how like Valhalla brought it up. Just too long. Some of them are too long. I feel like Cyberpunk did theirs correctly. Yes, sure. yes, I do. I do think that was actually a hindrance. To one of the parts of the game, though, because as advertised, it felt like your life path would be more important than what it was, and your life path was basically your quick tutorial mission. Oh, uh, and then yeah, and then you got a cutscene that felt like probably should have been gameplay. Yeah, and then it turned into the cyberpunk open world, which is not. I mean, I, I'm but not, I like that cutscene. No, 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 yeah, the cutscene was funny, but and I'm not saying that that that's a bad thing. Uh, like the tutorial section. I agree. was was a was a decent length. You call it. A, you're, you're basically. What, what I'm criticizing is the tutorial is basically the choice of your life path, and your life path is basically like the first thirty to fifty minutes of the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, your life path does carry out throughout the whole game, but the origin of your life path is probably the first thirty to fifty minutes of the game. And as advertised, it felt like life paths were going to be a lot more in depth, and and I don't think they were. And that cutscene that you get at the end of the quote-unquote tutorial mission, it almost felt like, like was this supposed to be gun gameplay? Like, were we supposed to go through all this stuff that we're seeing in the, no, in maybe. the That's a good point. you know, yeah. were we supposed to go through all and this stuff? And then they just and, rushed it through. Yeah, so, yes, I agree with you, but also I think that it, it hurt the life path. <laughs> no, it, re but, it really did. Uh, but I agree. I I don't need a four-hour tutorial no. on a game where pulling the right trigger a good job. is the primary. They did a good job of getting button. you in the action right away, I think, and into the story. Yeah. But they look at look at a game like Mass Effect, 
where you're it's still a great game regardless of what you choose but you can go a million different directions yeah well the thing is is why do we need tutorials I don't think we do. I think you get well, rid of all tutorials. You just you just said it with with Mass Effect. There's not really a tutorial in Mass Effect. You Same. have that you have that first planet, which is maybe an introduction to combat, which tells you B does this, right bumper does this. Oh, <laughs> that's what a controller is. This is where the buttons are. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's play the game. Same yeah. with Skyrim. Skyrim, no tutorial. No, yeah, just that little dungeon that do probably said okay. the same thing. Do you think tutorials break immersion? It depends on how it's done. There's some good tutorials. That are like, oh, and there is some terrible. And there's bad ones. Do you think overall, I I would agree, overall, I don't think that we need tutorial, especially in the age of the internet. No. Let someone Google it. Let's be honest. (laughs) And it's just just opinion of of how you want to play your game. Dark Souls tells you literally nothing. I enjoy that aspect of the game. And that's that's the thing. Like, a lot of people don't look up Dark Souls stuff because they want to just figure it out. There are... And that's how I'm on that boat. I like to just figure things out. I don't, I don't need. Basically, when you go to the go, when you go to the Google, the Google, when you go to Google, you're asking someone to backseat game you. I don't want that. I want, I want to backseat game myself. I want to figure things. I'll out. tell you who tutorials are made for. We had a friend who would sit with us while we were playing <laughs> Skyrim. Yeah, in chat, and we're all in chat playing. We do what we do: single player, talk about the game. Uh, while you're going through single player Skyrim, and ask every qu- like, hey, how do I, how do how do I run? How do I walk? Uh, how do I pick up that thing? And it's like, dude, just do it. <laughs> just play the game and you'll figure it out. That's what tutorials are made for. Yeah. Well, no, I actually, I mean, to Mark's point, it's fun to discover things. To your point, we can just look it up on the internet. Yeah, I don't think the I, internet I is a new, new game philosophy. manual. Well, <laughs> I don't need a tutorial. And well, okay. For games that are racing, or yeah. like Jordan said, you said the, per- when the primary, when the primary button. button is the right trigger, you don't need a tutorial. And so, what does that entail? Racing games and first person shooters. Okay, and if you are going to have, and here's the thing about tutorial just put me in the main story mission and have freeze, freeze it for a split second and say, B is how you do this. No, this special you don't ability. even have to do that. No, I don't think you need to do that. That almost breaks immersion. Yeah, when you're in like the I would agree with do that. Do it like Battlefield. Do it as a loading screen tip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's no, there's not going to be loading screens anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's the oh, problem. That's, no, yeah. here, here, let me ask you a question. When Halo Infinite comes out, and you jump into Halo's first campaign mission, which will generally be your tutorial, do you need to know that B is to crouch? No. Or can can you, Press as a human being? Press the buttons. Manage, yeah. Pressing the button. Pressing the buttons and figuring it. You know, I don't. I think tutorial levels need to turn more into yeah. like introductory levels. Rose City Gamer is a great parent. I tell my kids, push a button and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's Amen. life. Well, I actually think I actually think gamers are probably at an advantage when it comes to figuring out technolo- technological things because we're used to just exploring. Like oh we just gotta that, we just yeah. gotta figure it out and so there's not this hesitancy that exists yeah. for gamers that might exist for non gamers uh, when discovering new technology. We're the master race. We're the master race. The gamers. worst the worst thing <laughs> that press would, a button. The worst thing that would happen is you're trying to figure out how to crouch and they put crouch on a weird button and you go oh that's a stupid button yeah and then and then, and you, then you move press, on you just press and then you remap it you and just move press on start and remap it anyways <laughs> so no I like like Halo for example do you think Halo Infinite 
needs a tutorial. I'll give you an example. I will give you an example why you don't need to, a tutorial. My children, I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a three-month-old. And That's almost, right, you have three now. Sounds like a joke. They're, yeah. I have, they're they're all, they all walk into a bar. They all walk into a bar. Hey, before no. you go through this, can I just say I like how you're holding your I know. Mic, right? Like, look, you look really relaxed. I'm going to switch right over like, to well, David right now. You look now. like you've been doing this for years. Like, <laughs> no, like, it legitimately look looks cool. Like, the well, way dude, you're all well, your face. Well, I actually, <laughs> as I'm sitting here like this, I actually, after the show, would like to discuss changing our setup because... <laughs> <laughs> no, because sit, try it. Go ahead, try it. Someone, right, well, I can't. Right, I can't really right. grab mine because. Uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Grab it. Make it loud. All right. All right here we go. Gonna, see? Oh, yeah. Now we I would like it. to suggest that maybe we get some some. Yeah, we I don't even have to hold my mic, David. This is great. <laughs> see, and I think uh, I think we got to probably adjust the height of the cameras here. <laughs> But I'm enjoying it. This is how I, I discovered I it. Like here. I discovered it early on. Hey. Uh, <laughs> go to David. There he is. Yes. yes. And especially like this. Look at all I need to do is if I'm not interested in you like, look like, relaxed. Like your Overwatch conversation, I wasn't really interested in. You left the room. <laughs> but yeah, you he left the room. And we'll turn the time over to Overwatch. And he just. <laughs> but in order to appear relaxed, all I did was this. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening, he just put his hand on the side of his face like he's like interested. A, like a thinking. Anyway, I just had to That's say it. that. Go on with what your your three kids walked into a bar joke. <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm serious. Well, I discovered this earlier in the show because I'm just exhausted, guys. And I then it, I all of a sudden I was like, wow, this is nice. And so I think we should address, we should discuss. It's like when you pulled up. up the recliner for the first time, you're like, whoa. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get a massage table for me, and I'll just have a mic underneath, underneath, underneath and the camera looking <laughs> up to me, and so I can just lay there. Uh, That'd be good. Ah, uh, what was it? What were your we three kids about? walk into? Oh a yeah. Bar. So here, kids proof, walk into a bar. Proof that you don't need a tutorial in in a game is this: my three kids, all under the age of four, really young. I have never told them how to use the remote control for the TV, ever. You want to know how they learned? They saw me do it one time, and then they started pressing buttons, and now they wake up in the morning, go to the couch, turn on the TV. They can go to YouTube, find the channel they want, or Netflix or whatever Disney show they Plus, want, you know, all on their own, the four-year-old and the two-year-old, and soon to be the three-month-old. That is proof that we don't need tutorials. No, I think tutorials need to change into... I will call them inter introductory levels, and what that means no, 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 is no, the no, 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 no because the, that's given too much. You give no, 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 your no, no, opinion no, no. is wrong, Jordan. No, 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 well, here's the problem: no, 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 you give an no, inch, no. they take a mile. No, so no, like you say, hey, I don't want tutorials. Just give me an introductory level. But that introductory level eventually morphs no, 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 into tutorials. No, no, tutorial morphs into introductory level because what okay, okay, in my you. mind an introductory level is is the first level of a game. It's always usually generally pretty easy. Because it's like, oh, okay, oh, oh, there's a guy shooting at me. How do I do? Okay, this is how I do this. So, you, you know, it doesn't yeah. tell you. Yeah. You still figure it out. That enemy's not going to one-shot you. So by the time you get to level two, when they do one-shot you, you know how to play. Well, every game has level progression. So it would just be a... Not just, every game. Just, inc yeah. <laughs> just included as level progression. Like, that's yeah. all that it is. It's just natural level progression. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I don't think we need four-hour tutorials. I don't think we need... Yeah, I don't really think we need tutorials in general. <laughs> I mean, I let's, let's be honest. If I can figure out how to play Escape from Tarkov efficiently, yeah. from, by the way, loading tooltips, <laughs> then I don't need tutorials That's, in any amen, game. Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, great. Oh, Pedro Ramos, he's got another part. Uh, he does say he's surprised that people don't talk about Hellblade 2. 
uh, as much as us. And he says, I think that game will leave a mark on this generation of Xbox exclusives. Uh, maybe. I agree with that. I do think that they did something really unique. It Which was is probably also, why we're not hearing about it. It was also a way, um, well, with the first Hellblade, for instance, the first Hellblade was the first time I experienced a game telling a story almost solely through sound. Yes, you like went through the game, and the game was, was really pretty and really interesting that way. But the sound, like if you don't play that with headphones, you're the game. Don't sucks. play it. Yeah, don't play yeah. it. It really that's true though, really. So it's gonna be interesting to see what Hellblade 2 is, though. I agree with you. And last but not least, he says, when Forza 8 is out, I'm happy to organize some kind of open lobbies now and then to get some people together. Full simulation. Ooh, that's oh, dirty. My goodness. There's gonna be some lost friendships if you there, go, that if is you, true. If you go full sim. Yeah, I'm there. That first be turn. Lost that, for, yeah, that, that first, first turn. turn. Yeah. You always, the trick is to always just hang back just a little bit and watch everybody just crash into the wall <laughs> on turn one. one. Right, right, and then you're right. like, okay, we're good now. Uh, anyways, uh, Pedro Ramos Sanson says, I send big hugs and wishes you all the best. This podcast is 100% part of my weekly routine for about four years now. Oh, thank you. And just brings me joy. Pedro Jay. Ramos. Joya. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, El Monstro. We appreciate it. Yeah, um, man, uh, you know how you said you, you can't do that. You can't do that. You give them an inch, they'll take a foot, you know? Yeah. I got to point out that last week you removed the mic, like oh, yeah. arm. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. Now, <laughs> now you're... and now you're like trying to get rid of chairs. <laughs> no, I don't want to get rid of chairs, but... <laughs> I, I want this is Give what I, David an inch and this is what happens. No, Maybe is, what we should do is this is what I want. I want so I don't have to turn to look at you guys. <laughs> well, no, what we should do. I, I just thought of this in my mind. That's so you want to be facing the wall the whole time. What if we that's rude. What if we get rid of the table, <laughs> lower the camera and we all sit in beanbag chairs? <laughs> no, I'm not doing beanbag. No, chairs. I think that might be fun. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about, David. Give you an inch. Look at where it's taking us. You could, you, we could do some sort of more comfortable chair situation. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Although we have, we have these nice. Yeah, I also, we could Thank you, also, Beast. Beast, we love you. Thank you, Beast. We also could do something, adjust the camera so we can face each other. So I don't know. That's probably more difficult, but. All I know is this will be my forever well, wait, podcast. Wait, okay, first of all, <laughs> situation. You guys okay, have I'll, you guys have no reason to complain. You both look one direction the entire show. Yeah, Jordan's the one. Yeah, that I, have to I go actually don't because I'm watching the gear too. It's David that's lazy. <laughs> well, but and the thing the thing is now <laughs> don't put me into his. And the thing is now now I'm not looking at you guys. It's it's too hard for me to look. Over. It's no, great. I don't even position. have to look at you guys anymore. Well, when I put David on camera, he just stares at himself and smiles. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I actually do like the position you're in. It is it does assume, look very relaxing. Assume it. I would I would, but I can't with the mic. There's no shock mounts. So yeah, when I hear. talk, I lean forward, David. I got I get into it. Well actually I was I want to sit like that, but it's I actually really I will say because I'm I'm just really tired is all. I, just, uh, I know. And I haven't eaten today, and so I like while halfway we through got, the show, I started to lean back and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 now where did I this now? come from? <laughs> if yeah, you want to go to that restaurant we were talking about, we probably should end soon. Oh, yeah, we should. We should. Guys, uh, hey, thank you, very, thank you very much, everybody. Oh, I do want to say, I meant to say it at the beginning of the show and I didn't. We talked about everybody. We talked about, uh, I mean, we've been doing live morning shows this week. They're back. However, the way the way that I've done them, basically what I'm doing is the live morning show is, is supposed to focus on one or two news stories a day. Uh, going through it this week, I realized that's probably not the best format for a live show. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to adjust it a little bit. Uh, it's not going to be live. <laughs> uh, the same video will drop every single morning. And maybe we'll premiere it so we can hang out together or something. But it'll be the same content 
but it won't be live because I just think it doesn't really fit that that mode and everything we're doing we're doing to grow uh and we are growing and especially now as things get back to normal i think people will get back in their routines i think gaming's going to take off and it's going to be it's going to be a good time but look for those daily videos come join us over on youtube subscribe to us there it's a good time also i mentioned this to people on wednesday but there will be no stream this monday okay uh, because we have some stuff that we're doing so so okay. Wednesday I'll always be there, and then I'm just gonna you try and yeah I'll always be, be there. there on Wednesdays. But there. then we'll just try. I'm trying to figure out just a different day throughout the week uh, to do it as well. We might go Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, yeah, we're figuring out this YouTube thing. It's yeah. been a big it's change. Like, you realize we only changed. Oh, actually, it's not gonna be almost be a year from Mixer. Yeah, that's true. Like what we're trying to do. Mixer? You mean yes? We yeah, changed from Mixer, Mixer to YouTube. Question mark? Yeah. Yeah. What we're trying to do? Go ahead, Mark. Oh no. Basically, trying to figure out YouTube's algorithm is like playing a game of darts. Yes. And we're just we're just trying this. We're trying that. Well, also, but trying, trying to this. get the best, like... And the, the, key fo- is and the good content. And quality content, yeah. Yeah, but maintain it. Do it in a way that we can maintain it consistently. Is That's the key. We figured that out with this podcast. We had it figured out with streaming and Mixer, and now we're trying to figure that out for YouTube. So what can we do to create consistent quality content that enables us to grow and expose ourselves to new people. That's basically our strategy. Yeah, yeah. Good strategy. Yeah. The end. See you later, everybody. <laughs> gonna, we've got 15 <laughs> seconds until we get out of here. Oh, okay. Here Again, hey, thank you guys. We love hanging out with you guys every single week. If you're just one of those people that have us in your <laughs> ear. Uh, don't be one of those people. <laughs> so, but no, you're one of those people. people. I don't, I don't <laughs> know why that I just, started laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're one of those people that have us in your ear. I'm glad we could be there. Yeah, yeah. In your ear. Bye, bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.